With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. your bi-weekly WNBA podcast brought to you by Sports Ethos and Outlet Pass. My name is Corey. Bailey and Chris are with me as always. Bailey, how are you today? I'm doing okay. Spent most of the day driving home, so a little tired, but, you know, we're making it. We're making it. I um, reinstalled 2K over the weekend. I'm sorry. And and see, that's the thing. I was kind of like that going into it because when I left playing 2K, it was a very broken game. And it's still a very broken game, but since I haven't played in so long, and like that's been my long that 2K is only second to Pokemon in longevity in my life. Um, and so like I'd been kind of like meaning for it. I'm like, man, I kind of want to play 2K, but like being out here in the country, like the download would take like three days. So when I went up to Atlanta, I was like, all right, I'm gonna download 2K, and I've been playing it, and it's still a broken mess but it's a broken beautiful mess and i've been enjoying it i I, yeah so but it's very disappointing don't know if you saw my tweet they haven't updated the w roster at all yeah because you said what liz is still an ace literally courtney and kennedy are still on the dream odyssey stems sims is starting point guard for the dream like yeah it's bad it's bad like do they realize that the w is on a different time schedule like and if I would love to go in and like make a new roster with it fixed, but that's a lot of work. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't trust myself to do it as well as like Nikias or maybe even Mark or someone. But like I could go in there and just at least move the players to the right places. But I, I don't know. It's a lot. Krista, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm busy, but I've been watching softball all day, so that's cool. I've actually heard the softball's pretty dope. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I love World Series. Nice, nice. Well, that's good to hear. So today we are going to uh, do our first hey, all-star. how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's a, it's a, I was busy as well today. It was a Monday, but uh, I'm doing good. Can't complain. Thank you for asking. Yes, of course. <laughs> so uh, today we are going to do our first all-star ballots because – Right before we were doing our end of week show last week, they kind of dropped the rules. So uh, I put an article out over the weekend uh, doing my first quarter result or award race updates. And I did my first all-star ballot on there. I have changed it ever so slightly by one person since. And I think that's kind of the fun of this, right? Is we're, we're doing our first reactions, but I mean, because the sample size is so small, one of our quarter of the season is like nine or 10 games. It is open to a little bit of change. Uh, so we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna do our we're gonna do starters first, and then we'll kind of go through our reserves. 
Uh, and yeah, so it, it, you'll be, if you haven't checked out the article yet, you'll be hearing mine for the first time and we'll be getting Chris and Bailey's for the first time as well. So definitely a lot of fun to be had. Uh, I think that, I, I don't know if anything, I, I guess I can only speak for myself. I don't think anything too crazy is coming, but Bailey was saying he was struggling with his. So maybe we will get some crazy along the way and probably, probably a little bit of agenda along the way as well. I, I don't think so, but you know. I'll, I'll save my agendas for Twitter. Okay, I'm, I'm taking this as like my very legitimate. Like, if I actually had like yeah. a ballot, ballot like not just a fan ballot, but like if I had a deeper ballot, yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely pushing agendas on Twitter after this. Like, and, and yeah, I'll, I'll announce my agendas after this pod drops. I've been so patiently waiting. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, okay. Well, I'll get started with you then, and just to get this process started, who are your starting guards my starting guards are jackie young which was the biggest no-brainer of the four for me i think so too she was the biggest no-brainer of the four for me the second one was also a big big no-brainer but not quite the biggest was kelsey mitchell her team success kind of factors into it but she's just been phenomenal then we have ryan howard which may be kind of a hot-ish take. Um, I feel like I feel like between her starting and reserve, people are kind of 50-50, but everybody thinks she should be there. I think she'd be a starter. Um, but that, you know, her impact goes beyond just on the court for Atlanta, and I think that's worthy of an all-star spot. Regardless, I would start her, but I can see a case for her on either side. And in my last one, I feel like maybe kind of a hottish take, given who was behind her. But I went with Ariel Atkins. I'm a huge fan of Ariel Atkins, first time All Star last year. And while you could argue, probably make a case for my reserves over her, for me there there's a hand a bit of personal bias. Pardon, there's a bit of personal bias there, but also just the Mystics being so good, and she's been such an integral part of that. Great two way player, very quiet, very just goes out there in hoops and. Does it an all-star level, in my opinion? I, I think she should be an all-star starter, but I, if I had to guess, she'll likely be a reserve. But she'd be a starter on my team. Uh, I, all of the people you, uh, I two of the same starters as you. I'll start. I'll say it that way, Carissa. Who are your starting guards? So I have Jackie Young, the same as Bailey, Skylar Diggins Smith, because her last few games, when she came back from being ill. I don't know what happened, but she's a different player. And then Jewel Lloyd and then Courtney Vanderstoop. I love the way you worded that. Came back from being ill. <laughs> that was gold. I I like that. So you had Salute, Skylar, Jackie, Jewel. And Jewel. And- okay. Got you. I had I had Kelsey Mitchell, Jackie Young, Joel Lloyd, and Vandersloot. Interesting. Okay. I, Interesting. I and yeah, I, I I don't think any of those. I, I think they all have obviously a case. We'll get into like reserves and stuff as we get there. But I I think that, like you said, Bailey, I think that if the Fever were better, Kelsey Mitchell would be a starter on most people's teams just because she's been phenomenal. The team just is not very good. Um, and the team's been actually fun to watch and decently competitive, though. Yeah. But I think I think with whether or not you agree with the firing of Marianne Stanley, I think you're seeing that they're kind of the, even they're taking this year is kind of a 
this will kind of be a holding pattern. So I'm not all that worried about it. Um, yeah. But she's been she's been fantastic, and she's shown that uh, of any of the picks that they've made over the last four years, that that's the one uh, before this year. That's the one you really hang your hat on and say this is somebody who could be a franchise building block. Uh, Jack Young's been fantastic. I. I, I I think some of the the talk about her being a possible MVP candidate are a little bit overstated. I, I but I think that she has been awesome. I just it's tough for me to say that I think you're the MVP when I don't even think you're the MVP of your team. Yeah, but but that's no slight to her. I, I think that the growth that she has, like the leap she's made this year, is just astronomical. Um, Vandersloot, I she's to me the best passing, the best passer in the world in any league, men's, women's, whatever. I, I think she's that talented. Leading the league in assists again, no surprise there. And uh, Jolie's really impressed me. I like. I, I obviously like the year that she had last year and before that too. But you know what I mean. But I think that just Seattle is better than I thought they would be. And she's not the driving force, like the number one driving force. But I think that she just provides such a stabilizing force for them that I I, I lean that way a little bit. It's so interesting. So I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here. Sure. Sloot. You touched on Sloot, and Sloot was one of those players for me that I was super torn on because I absolutely think she deserves an all-star spot. But she made, like, so So I was doing this kind of down to order of, like, okay, where would I put this person, where would I put this person? And Sloot on mine ended up on the wild card spot just simply because of who's in front of her. And I hate that. That's one of those ones. I, was like, I hate that. Because- so, and I guess, and this is something we get into as we get into the reserves. It sounds like you kind of handled it differently than I did. I, th- if, if someone's a wild card for me, that does not mean they ranked behind like a reserve guard or a reserve forward. I basically said, here are the number of players I want to fit. How can I like puzzle piece yeah. these people? in? so like, if they're a reserve, I, and I, I don't have like my first reserve over my second reserve. It's it, from there. It's it's not a ranking. It's a, it's it's a random order. So I I don't even I'm not going to count while I'm doing this and, and kind of give anything away. But if I if I say I had six guards on there, I don't. But say I had six guards on there, me putting three of the three with the guards and three with the wild cards are not me saying the three on the wild cards are lesser than the three in the in the top spot. Right. Me either. But well, I'm so I went, I went on. The, the actual voting page okay. just to get the players in front of me and I was just scrolling down I was like okay but def- like I was going just kind of like I was explaining earlier, like okay who is definitely a lock for me Jackie Young is a lock I went through players I think are the locks from the of the player pool to choose from and then from there I had to pick like okay and Sloot was one of those players where it's like she's in the pool but if I have three levels of the pool with starters there's a wild card she is unfortunately a wild card because I, when I was making my own personal cases, um, she is just looking at in my behind these other players that I have, but also like the, realistically, three of my four wild cards I would prefer to have in the other side and may vote that way a few times on my voting on w.com. But like I said, I'm doing this from like if I was officially voting some type of way, so I wanted to you know, try to balance it out. She barely missed it for me on being a reserve or a starter. I feel that. Carissa, why don't you get us started on the front court starters? Okay, so I have Brianna Stewart, NECA, Asia, Alain Deladon, Sylvia Files, and of course, CP3. 
Ooh. Ooh, I like those. Thank you. I had five of the six, so I'm I, I'm I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I said good. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Bailey, your reaction is making it seem that you're gonna be drastically different. So I'm I'm very interested to hear that. But uh as good as Candace has been, I have her I have her as a reserve. Uh, I have the Eastern Conference Player of the Month, Alyssa Thomas, as, as an all-star starter in her place. But the rest I have the same. I have I have Syl, Brianna Stewart, NECA, Asia, and what? Oh, and Melina Deladon. I've got Stewie, NECA, Asia, Syl, AT, and Jonquil as my starters. I'm not mad at it, obviously. Wait, so wait, who does that mean? Who's your one that is? Oh, you you don't have EDD as a starter. Yeah, got her on the reserves. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, John only because she's been in and out. Well, just, and see, that's where I'm out. at with John Quill. Like, I was talking to you yesterday about it, obviously, privately, but like, uh, I think that the last week or last, like, this road trip really has kind of pushed her where I think you can make the case. If you had just based it on like the first like six or so games, yeah. I don't I, like, I was struggling to get her onto the team. Like I knew I was going to get her on there because even if she was performing somewhat subpar, I'm, John Cole Jones is an all-star. There's just no debate about it. But I think over the weekend, you're really starting to see Connecticut kind of build like, come into their own a little bit and part of that is because she is starting to get the increased shots and 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 really take over she was a force yesterday against seattle i yeah i'm but chris i I assume you're probably not pleased with us for leaving off candace parker i mean (laughs) i can see her being left out but i'm not gonna do it i I felt weird doing it she's one of those ones where, where it's like like I'm gonna, like I, I got to the end of this. I'm like, is she? Am I not gonna have her on the first team? This is weird. But like, she's been good. I just think that twelve twelve point three points per game. Just and I get that that's because they're a much more balanced like offensive attack. But that's I just can't believe we're in a, one that we're in a world where she's only averaging twelve points per game. You know, it's crazy because the other day when I was at the game, I got to the game early to watch them, and they were warming up. And Candace is casually grabbing rim, like every couple, every couple of just casually like grabbing a rim and flicking it. I'm like, what, <laughs> what? And I'm with you, Corey. Like I really had a hard time not putting her on the first team. And quite honestly, like I could easily swap her and John Quill and not feel bad about it. But on my again, I just sat down in this, and like my first instinct was like, hey, John Quill over Candace. Um. And y'all know how I feel about AT, but that's undeniable. Like, realistically, I could swap Jonquil or Syl with Candace and not really feel bad about it. Um, because, you you know, you referenced the statistical output, but really the eye test, you know, shows a lot otherwise. And so, I, I mean, yeah, yeah Candace had a triple-double this year already. So, definitely, yeah. definitely right there with it. I'll start us off with the guard reserves then. I I think that at least for a few of these, we're going to be a little bit similar. I Bailey, you said, so there's three guard. I have three guard reserves and I'll, we'll do the wild cards last, but uh, I have Kelsey Plum. I have Arika Agumbawale and I have Ariel Atkins, who you has, had as a starter. I think that 
she was right there because I, I like you said, what Washington has been has been very impressive. Uh, Kelsey Plum, like it, it, it's so wild, and obviously we're gonna uh, like we've already mentioned two aces. This is the third for me, and just what what that team is doing is just so impressive. And as much as I do not like Arike Agumawale, as much as I, but I better be careful. I don't want to get kicked like a table. But I like she's made for the All Star game. It, it's it's if if this is a fan event. We saw it last year when she was in the All-Star game. I, this is the perfect event for her. So, obviously, I think she deserves to be back there. And she's talented for it. You're not like just she's just made no, for No, 100%. Right? Like, she's an All-Star regardless. Like, it just it just happens to be that, like, I think her and Kelsey Plum are both just perfect for this, <clears throat> like, what it's going to be. Um, so, yeah, I think I think those two will have a lot of fun it'd be cool to see them play together or against mm-hmm. each other, like regardless, just in that environment. Who were your reserve guards, Bailey? Arike, Kelsey, and I had Jewel as a reserve. Sure. She didn't quite make to the starters for me when I was reading or when I was thinking and working on this, but that's no knock against her. She's still incredibly good, and I would take her over a lot of people in this league. I just don't really have a read on her right now in terms of being a starter, but – we still have time to vote, and it could change. Well, and like, like, look at if you just look at the names that we're talking about. Obviously, guards pretty deep. If uh, someone like Enrique Gumbawale or Kelsey Plum are like reserves, you know what I mean? Like the, the guard position is is pretty strong. So, Carissa, who were your three reserve guards? Um, I have Ryan Howard, Sabrina, and Erica Wheeler. Ooh, I love those. Those are good. I love those. Anything that gets Erica Wheeler to an all-star game, I'm happy with. She's part of my agenda. That's not surprising. No, not at all. <laughs> Bailey, why don't you get us started on the front court reserves? Okay, so we already know I have Candace, and we already know I have EDD, who would have absolutely been a starter if she was playing every game. That's literally the only reason why I would have put her over still, probably. Um, I then have Bree Jones which was um, one of the last players I added. I tossed her up between a few. I have Dierica Hamby, who I think has just been so instrumental for the ASA success. And while you don't always see that, I think she's an all-star. She's that talented, just doing a little bit of everything for that team, defensively, offensively. Being a big guard but playing forward has its perks. So – I definitely think she should be there. Even if nothing else, we need Amaya at All-Star Weekend for the vibes. But also, I chose Liz as my last pick. She's been an All-Star caliber player most possessions. At least on the offensive side. Yeah, yeah. Um, Liz was on my initial ballot. She is. So I shuffled things up and and moved one of my wild cards and, and took her spot. And I, I picked a new wild card, so spoiler Liz, Liz is the change from my all star ballot. I just I can't get there. I, I I understand that on the offensive end she has been that impressive, but I always felt like I was just like eh, yeah, Liz is good enough and I just never felt that strongly about it. My front court reserves are Candace Parker, the Erica Hamby, John Quell Jones, Tina Charles. And my what I thought was my spiciest pick for All Star, I've actually moved up from the wild card. Ezie Magbor, the game she had yesterday just cemented it for me and pushed me that much further. 
I think that she's already in, in conversation for defensive player of the year. I think she's been absolutely phenomenal. And, and the scoring that she had yesterday against the Connecticut Sun was really what made me feel even better about it in that she's just going in. And she, like, she just looks so much more comfortable, so much more refined. Yeah, so I, I went with Ezzy. Carissa, who are your front court reserves? So I also went with, let me see, front court. Yeah, I also went with, oh, actually, no, I didn't. She's a wild card. I thought I went with Izzy, but I put her as a wild card. So I have Alyssa Thomas, Derrica, Cheyenne Parker, and Misaman and Tina Charles. Love the Cheyenne Parker edition. Oh, yeah, she's been great. She's been very good. I feel like she's been really important for Atlanta. It's kind of understated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird to think that like Atlanta could get multiple All Stars this year. And I, I, like, if if you had said that before the season, I, I I don't think anyone would have expected one, let alone multiple to be in conversation. Is that what is that three for you for Atlanta, Carissa? Because you had Erica Wheeler too. Yep. I like that. I like that. I mean, they're. I also have another one. Um, well, let's get into your let's get into your reserves then. Let's go. Your uh, reserve wild cards. Okay, so I have Ezzy, Kia Vaughn, Rebecca Gardner, and Christy Wallace. So that's thing. That's five dream. I think. Ooh. Like Four that. five dream. I like that, Bailey. I'll I'll go over my wild card reserves before I kick it to you. I have Skylar Dickens Smith. She was the. Last person to make it on, she was the change from my previous ballot. She's just like as Chris has said before, since she's come back from being ill, I, I, there's just no denying. I know that Phoenix is obviously struggling, so it, it feels weird giving them two all stars. But I, it, it's very tough for me to deny either of them a place in this team. Uh, I have Natasha Cloud. I think she's been fantastic. She's just behind Sloot in assists, um, and I, I think Washington deserves all the love that they can get for how good they've been this year. This is where I fit Ryan Howard in. I, I do think that she's no doubt an all-star. I, I think that what she has done for Atlanta has been transformational. And like, obviously they, they have other very talented players, but just the feel of the team has completely changed having Ryan Howard on that team. And then I have Brittany Sykes. I think mm-hmm. I, I, she's not, she would not be my vote for defensive player of the year right now, but I still think because it's just so tough for someone like she is, doing everything she can to pull up a below average defense. And obviously that deserves some respect. And she is, Bailey will be happy to hear me say she is a two-way player. It's not just a defensive player, but I, I think that mm-hmm. she's been very impressive this season. Bailey, what, what, who are your wild cards? So my wild cards on this one, again, I got to specify because I'm pushing agendas and Brits on that agenda list. But for this one, I've got Diamond, Skyler, Natasha Cloud and Sloop. I like that. I like that. All players that I think could make their way in, sneak their way in, but also could be right on the borderline. Well, then I will start this question off with you because it seems that you, because you had the toughest time with this, I assume you'll have an answer. Who is the hardest person for you to not put on the list? Not put on the list? That's an excellent question. That is a very good question. Because I was really struggling. I, I had my mouth as a host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you go in your bag, as they say, as the young kids say. 
I think the hardest player for me to leave off of the list was probably I think there's probably two. Um, now that I think about it, there's probably two is probably Tina or Chelsea Gray. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, it was Sabrina Ionescu. As soon as Chris said her, I was like, "Oh, I wish I had. like it, it, it." To me, like whenever I, before when I changed Liz out, it was choosing between two guards, and it was Skyler, and it was Sabrina. I think Sabrina has been awesome, and I just think that they, I, I think we'd be talking about it more if the Liberty weren't atrocious. So that's where I land. Chris, who was toughest for you to admit? Um, I actually went through it pretty quickly. Um, it wasn't that tough for me, but I would say Gabby just because she threw down a sick. Uh, it was like a reverse, like a reverse layup yesterday, and I almost just immediately clipped it and sent that to you because I it, I jumped back out, jumped back in my chair. It was so cool. So I, I get it. And why didn't you send it? Well, you know what? I'll send it to you as soon as we get off. Thank you, but. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I would have chosen her, but I mean, you know, you gotta push. She's not. Agenda. She's not an all star, but I still vote for her. Agendas. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm. I'm terrified to see how Bailey takes the agenda post. It's gonna be something else. Do you want to hear my agendas? Uh, please, I, I, I can I, tell you my agenda picks. You're gonna. I, have, I know you're gonna love one of them. I have one as well, and I think it will surprise you. Okay, who's yours? That will surprise me. Courtney Williams should be an all-star again. I, I don't agree. The playmaking that she brings to Connecticut is it, it's not spoken about enough because well, Alyssa Thomas is the de facto point guard now, but there's a reason why Connecticut has the second best offensive rating all time at the at this point. I, I think that she is a big part of that. I think that yeah, you had Bree Jones in there and I love what Bree Jones is doing. But if I was going to give the Sun a third all-star, it would be Courtney Williams. That's very interesting. It's a very interesting choice. And I don't agree with you, but I see your you have a very valid point. I just don't I agree. I get and, it. No, I just I, I think that it, it's so weird watching them because because they don't have an actual point guard on like uh, no, that's no shade at Natasha Heideman, but she's not your traditional like point guard, right? So it's it, it's she's a your she's a yeah. So you're finding like playmaking in the margins, and I think that to make an offense have that level of a high offensive rating, I think that rewarding those who find find the most marginal differences is, is the way I'm leaning, and I think everyone knows my feelings prior to this season on Courtney Williams, but. I've I've been happy with the early returns. Real. It's so real. give me your agenda, Bailey. Yeah, so I've, I've got currently uh, five agendas, maybe six if you count, but one of them won't really be necessary. It's just kind of what I do. Uh, but I've got Ezzy. Give me all the Ezzy stock. I've got well, Brit. You, you got two of us here. We both picked her, so. Yeah, yeah, give me, give me all the Brit propaganda. I also have Erica Wheeler. And then... Shakira Austin and Alicia Gray are currently on that list. And then obviously I'm going to push every NECA vote that I can, but that's a given. What's well, I said whenever you said her to me first, she was going to be your first, like first agenda. I was like, well, she's an absolute lock for the team. So yeah, I, you're, you're kind of I wasting have, your juice on that one. I still have to do what I do though. 
Yeah, but I mean, if Big Time Bailey's going to get in on something and push on a narrative, it, it has to be one that other people aren't listening to. I mean, fair, but I, I don't think anyone's listening to these five either. Ah, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think as he has some momentum, I think you have a chance. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna push these agendas soon. Perfect. Uh, anything else from the, from over the weekend that you guys wanted to touch on? I know that today's focus was all-star, but I don't really think there's anything. I mean, every team played yesterday, but I don't think there was anything that was like immediately had to like get back on and talk about. Is, is there something I'm, I'm ignoring there? Fix the scheduling. You don't like what, four, three games starting at the same time or four games starting at four. the same time? No, I only have two screens at most. Yeah, that was uh, that was a choice. Yeah. I think, and then we're off. Like, as much as we appreciate the day off today, they could have moved a couple of those games to today, right? Like, or Saturday. Oh yeah, well they were off Saturday too. Yeah, that's that's weird. It, I mean, I don't know. Oh well. I will just as, I, as I've already mentioned, as long as we're pushing agendas. Um, as I said before, Connecticut passed Vegas for best offensive rating in the league. They were they were on a four game road trip on the West Coast with a back-to-back mixed in there, and they won three of four. You told me to talk my talk at the end of last episode, Bailey, and that was just after they split the games with the Aces, after people wanted to make fun of me and get in my mentions telling me that they got bludgeoned by the Aces. Well, since then, they've won three in a row, and they've they've been performing better than everyone's favorite team, especially those with a, with you know a certain agenda. But um, here we are, Connecticut Sun right now, get arguably him, the best team in the league. Get them, Corey. Get them. You know, it's it, it's just it's very interesting how vocal people are whenever they want to, you know, push push certain people. Whenever they have a r- little bit of a rough week, they're a little bit quiet. <laughs> this will come back to bite me royally. It is what it is. The the one thing that anyone who knows, I, I'm I'm kind of competitive, but the issue is I also know that I'm going to immediately get bit by it. So. Expect a rough week for the Connecticut Sun ahead now that I'm talking trash. But uh, other than that, I think uh, what the Liberty and the, the Lynx each picked up a couple wins over the last week or at least got back in some sort of a positive column. So there's that. Uh, Mercury ended their losing streak against none other than LA Sparks. They sure did. Barely. I predicted it. Wow. I literally tweeted that they would beat them next week. <laughs> <laughs> No one. I mean, your team is something else, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll be back later in the week with our normal, like, uh, one singular idea. I'm not sure what that'll be yet. I might have an idea, but oh, okay, Corey. But uh, it's nothing crazy. But we'll be back uh, later in the week here on Rebel Edition.